Hey, what's up? This is your girl SKG, and you are tuned in to SKG Podcast. We are about to get the show started. We have two segments today. First segment, we're going to talk about Suge Knight. I'm always getting questions about Suge, so I want to go ahead and touch on my feelings towards Suge Knight. And our other segment is no obligations. People always think someone owes them something. Someone is obligated to support them or obligated to do something for them. No one is obligated to do anything for you guys. And today we're about to talk about that. People always ask me, um, you know, SK, are you cool with Suge? Have you talked to Suge? Let, let me set the record straight for for Suge Knight and I, okay? I haven't spoke to Suge um, in probably a year before he went to jail. Now, I did think about writing him, um, and I think I am going to write him, but me and Reggie Wright, we're cool. But people always ask me, how do I feel about Suge? And like I've always said, Suge gave me a chance. And Suge didn't only give me a chance. Suge gave a lot of people chances. Suge has helped a lot of people. And sometimes the media can paint this image of you. And then you have people that just run with it. You know, it's just, it's the thing to do. It's the end thing. Everyone jumps on that hate train. And I've never been a type to jump on no type of hate train. And for me, you know, I've had people that, that, try to blackball me. I think I've had people to try to blackball me on a number of occasions. But you know, that whole death row, gray, black umbrella stigma, I've had that. And you know, I just kept working. And I remember a lot of stuff that Suge taught me, told me, Um, I was able to see the moves that he made and the way that he treated people. I didn't see Suge treat anybody fucked up. And and I'm just speaking on my personal experience um, and what was what, what I've seen through my eyes dealing with this particular person. Now, everybody else have their own stories in regards to what they've seen. But I didn't see that. I seen a side of Suge that always tried to help everybody that was in his circle. And, you know, he's helped me when I was... Um, signed to the label a lot of times. Now, did we have disagreements? Of course. Did we bump heads? Of course we did. You know, but he always reiterated that he was there to help me. And that's what I seen. And you got to think, I was very young. I came into the, the industry at a really young age. So I was already fans of Snoop like everyone else. I was already fans of, of Dre and Rage and Daz and Corrupt. You know, this was, back then it was like, these are my idols. So I wanted to go into the label and prove my worth and prove, okay, yeah, I am valuable to um, be a part of the label. And so I'm grateful for that opportunity. And, you know, it it taught me a lot. And sometimes you need people like Suge to keep the snakes away. 
And I see that now in the industry. It's a lot of snakes. It's a lot of people that that cheer for you in, in public, but really hate on you in private. It's a lot of people that recycle teams because they don't know who's loyal, you know? And one thing that I appreciated and that I loved about being from a certain era, loyalty was off top. Certain things you just did not let happen. Certain things you did not let people say. And understand this, I was not only a Death Row Records fan and signed to the label, I was still a Bad Boy Records fan. So I was still a fan of Biggie and Little Kim and Diddy. I loved Biggie. So for me, I was just a fan of hip hop in general. I was a fan of, of rappers. I was a fan of the movement, you know, and um. I'm just happy that I was able to be blessed to meet people and be around people that taught me so much. You know, they say the game is to be sold, not told. And I was able to learn so much. I have so much knowledge. Um, You know, I just know when people are bullshitting me or playing games. I know how to read people. I know how to stick and move. I know how not to put myself in certain situations. I know what loyalty is, you know, and I learned that from being around real ass people, real ass people in this industry. And I will forever keep that with me. So in closing, I just want to say, I'm grateful for my opportunity. I'm grateful to know Suge Knight, to work with Suge, to be a part of the Death Row legacy. Um, I'm grateful to have been label mates with some of the best people um, in this music industry. And, you know, I pray for Suge. I hope um, he gets out of his situation. And I hope more people do reach out to him to want to talk to him, to want to help him, including myself. I'm going to actually write him and um, put some money on his books because Suge has helped a lot of people. And I just kind of feel like it's time for people to get off that that hate train and really speak the real and really start looking out for a man who really helped birth West Coast rap. You have to figure out what's important to you. And you have to understand what's important to you and what's a hurry to you is not necessarily important in a hurry to everybody else. Um, And you know, like I'll get people that will call me, you know, call me on a panic or they'll call me um, because something is important to them. But just because it's important to you, that don't mean it's important to me because I got other things going on in my life that that's superior to what you're trying to convince me to do. And I think people don't understand that people have to understand that we're all living our own lives. And I'm not obligated, okay, to support. I'm not obligated to do 
anything that I don't want to do. The only obligation I have is to God and to my family and to myself. I'm not obligated to rock with a person. I'm not obligated to move because a person's telling me to move or to move the way a person want me to move. I'm not obligated to none of that. And I feel like people get get life confused. You have people that's really out here going through real things. You have people that's out here fighting private battles. You have people that's out here that's dealing with depression. You have people out here that don't even want to wake up. You have people out here that's contemplating on taking their lives and then you're calling people with your bullshit. I don't want to hear nobody else's bullshit because I got my own things going on in my own life with my own household and people don't understand that. And I think people need to take a step back and they need to understand that just because something is important to you and it's a rush and a panic to you do not mean that it's a rush and a panic to me and it's important to me.